0: sales, leadership, social media, and more. When it comes to business, accelerate your business growth has gotta cover. And now on with the show. My guest today is Andre Boychuk. Andre and his family moved to the US in 2004. Before launching Floium, Andre spent nine years working in Corporate America, advancing from a junior position to senior project manager at the Clarient Group. He focused on designing integrated smart building design solutions. In 2017, he created Flowium to help businesses realize the full potential of email marketing. Since then, he's pioneered strategies to translate a strong customer retention ground game into stable revenue growth. Thanks so much for being here today, Andre.
1: Thank you very much for having me.
0: I'm thrilled to have you here. I, I love talking about email marketing. Um, but it's been a long time since I've had a conversation with someone about it. And so I'm curious about um how it is it still working as effectively as it was before. Um and in that, and I'm I'm really going to say for small business, right? Is this still a, an effective means of marketing?
1: The quick answer, yes, it is, and actually, with the years and with the latest updates in the market, is becoming more and more valuable uh, because you are owning the data, you're you owning the contact information of your customer or or, or your prospect and you are able to market to them on your own terms, and nobody dictates the rules for you.
0: Oh, interesting. So so let's talk about what the elements are of a successful email marketing campaign.
1: Sure. I mean... <laughs> Uh, if you're a small business and you're just getting started, the, the, the basic rule: listen, just send out those either uh, monthly or weekly campaigns. Just do it. Uh, but if we're talking seriously, like when you start, um, you you grow in your business and you want to have um, proper email marketing. Uh, their email uh, email marketing consists of two parts: so automatic automatic emails, which is um, behavior. Tr- triggered emails, meaning somebody opted in for your newsletter or somebody um, browsed your website and checked your pricing page or somebody requested a quote. There's a sequence of email that, they, that needs to be sent out to your prospect. And uh, the second part of email marketing is... Um, Constant uh, creation of newsletter promo campaigns that you are sending manually to your customers, and the best uh, practice is to segment your list, uh, so you are personalizing your message. The quick example: let's say let's say somebody uh, use your promo code to buy something for Black Friday Cyber Monday, so you don't want to send them again the same promo code and tell them, "Hey, buy." So the easiest example is like to segment your buyer versus non-buyer and talk and send them different campaigns.
0: And and um it, can that segmentation be done automatically? Or is it something the person has to go in and do?
1: Uh they have to go and do it first time. Okay. And then the system, whatever is software they use will update automatically. Let's say if they set up that segment first time saying, hey, anybody who purchased in November, put them in this segment. So moving forward, that segment will be dynamic and updating uh, as it goes.
0: I see. Okay. How does email marketing fit in with, like if someone's listening or thinking, okay, well, you know, I'm using social media and uh, and it's successful. How do should they be connecting email marketing to make that part of that marketing strategy?
1: Sure. So social media it's more about awareness. I mean, it sometimes works as a conversion channel as well, but like probably what ninety percent it's awareness. You letting people know that you exist, your product exists, your service exists. And you are producing content so people find out about you. Uh, Email marketing is more about conversion, that first conversion and then in future retention. So uh, I'm not saying um, I I don't think anybody would say like stop doing social media and start doing email marketing. You, you, you uh, You need to do the combination of both. When you're starting your business, of course, it's better to focus on the awareness stage. So more people will know about you. Um, you need to prospect. You need to uh, you need to work hard to get those first lines. But when you already start getting some tractions, then you need to start working on email marketing because it's the next channel.
0: Okay, so this sounds to me like um, what, one of the most valuable parts of email marketing is that. It continue. It gives you the opportunity to continue to engage with, right, with the people in your either either our customers or uh, are paying attention to your brand.
1: Yes, and I mean, if we look uh, look closer. Different people will have different journeys. So, if somebody who just interested, maybe they downloaded your ebook, or if you are e-commerce, they you downloaded, uh, get it, the ten percent off, and maybe they are not your customer. So they will go through um, kind of uh, before becoming customer journey. So you will nurture nurture them differently versus somebody who is your client already, or who purchased from you, or who bought your service. You need to communicate with them differently. It's more about like um uh, keep in touch with them and converting those customers into advocates so they can promote you, they can refer clients to you as well.
0: Okay, I get that. That makes sense. Are there do you think there's particular industries um that should be that that get more out of email marketing than other industries or, or does it really not? matter
1: mm, it does not really matter matter but i There's some industries very saturated with email marketing let's say e-commerce mm. there's uh, almost a- every store uh, online store even if you're just starting out like email, email marketing is must versus some other industries let's say non-for-profit they don't do much of email marketing but it's um, extremely extremely uh beneficial for them and lucrative to do email marketing i'm volunteering for one organization and we do pro bono email marketing for them and we see that 50 of their donations coming from email marketing so it's it's a lot wow. uh yeah and the other like in b2b space uh i see a lot of businesses neglect email marketing um but when you're in B2B, you typically sell something for $5,000, $20,000, $30,000. People don't buy just from one email. But if you nurture them over six months, one year or so or more, uh, sooner or later, they will schedule a call with you or request a call from you. I mean, we are email marketing agency and we B2B in B2B space, and we see this all the time. Sometimes people on our list for a year or two before they schedule a call with us.
0: I've had that experience as well. I totally get what you're saying because they get the opportunity to get to know you, trust you, realize that you know what you're talking about, right? You resonate with them, and then they reach out and and they want to do business with you.
1: One, one uh, example, uh, one client we closed like three years ago, and I I was just curious why he signed up with us because, uh, we were competing with another agency who was betting on the same project. And he said, I stayed on your newsletter for some time since you are email marketing agency and you will be doing email marketing for me. Uh, I noticed that you are sending me weekly newsletter and you produce a lot of content on YouTube so you're up to date uh, with the industry trends and like trends while other agency did not send him any newsletter and this is how we won that that project and we for the last 3 years with we we are working with that client so it's 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 very lucrative channel
0: right yeah i get it i get it um let's talk about trends that you're seeing with email marketing and what people should be keeping an eye on or you know watching out for what do you see going on
1: sure so it was not not sure when you will be featuring this episode but in like this month december 2023 uh, google and yahoo um, release the new updates so they will have a stricter rules to get into people's inboxes so it's not only about sending beautiful emails. Now, if you need to have a technical expertise to set up your um, uh, software correctly, you need to set up your domain correctly. So you, uh, you need to have a good sending score to get into people's inboxes and not spam. Uh, just to put it in simpler, simpler terms, g- Yahoo and Gmail updated their algorithm so it would be harder and harder now to get into people inboxes. So this is the big, biggest trend that people who don't know what they are doing, yeah, will see less result from email marketing. So this wow. is one of the the biggest trends right now. Um and the segmentation, segmentation and personalization, it's not it's not even a trend anymore. It's a must. But I see so many brands don't do it. Um, The example I gave you earlier, if you, if you send me a campaign to ask to buy something, and if I purchase, I don't want to receive the same email again, or I don't want you to ask me again to buy something what what I purchase. So personalization and segmentation is like another big, big thing. Uh, that continue to be trend for the last probably three years.
0: Um, yeah, boy, th- those are great. I had no idea that that um, that they were doing that with with email. So, so people really need to know what they're doing. Um, I thought you said something about like a sender score.
1: Yes, what so is sender that? scores. Yeah, it's like your. <laughs> credit score you know like, uh, like in us you have a credit score like if you get getting to a bank and um they check your credit score to, right. to either give you a loan or not same thing right. with the sender scores so when you're sending emails that uh, your open rate your click-through rate it's not just like run i mean it's not only statistic for you this is statistic that uh, gmail yahoo and aol big um, inbox providers they track and they give you their own score uh, which it's kind of uh, not available to you but based on that score it's more if higher is a score more likely you'd get into their inboxes so okay. the the, base, the yeah the basic rule right now um, it's a uh, you need to set up the, the dedicated sending domain, uh, which means when you send your uh, let's say if if you use MailChimp because it's one of the most common software people use in small yeah. businesses. Uh, when you send um, email from MailChimp, it will say your company name and like via v i i a MailChimp and some like weird letters. So it means they use shared domain. They don't use your domain, your website domain, but they use Mailchimp shared domain. And Yahoo and Gmail said we will not, we will stop accepting th- those domains. Wow! So now what you need to do is go to into your domain hosting and set up those um, uh, name records. So when they receive it, there is no this like via and like weird weird dumb. right i know it sounds a little bit com- i mean it is yeah. com- even complicated for me uh, for me uh, we have a team who, who who does it but if you choose videos you, you will probably will be able to set it up for yourself but this is must
0: wow okay i was gonna ask too uh, uh, how someone finds out what their underscores, scores but you said you can't yeah we, we can't we, we don't know what ours is they know yes huh okay um talk to us some about storytelling and and the role that that plays in crafting engaging email campaigns what does that look like
1: so in sure in, in the past uh, since there were less competition in in the inbox in the email marketing space uh, you could um, have your storytelling to tell people's story over a few emails. Right now it's extremely saturated and people cannot sometimes might not connect two emails together. It's better to have one story per email. I'm not saying to write an essay, but one email you can dedicate about your mission, your, your business mission or your client success story. But this is must. I see a lot of brands do beautiful email and just buy, shop, schedule, call, and there's no they are so transactional. And I personally Mm. don't see the accounts I'm checking, the accounts we're working with, when they start working with us, we see dramatic difference when we convert those like kind of very transactional emails into uh, adding some story to the email like wh- why they should buy why sh- they should care uh, what is this special about this brand or so special about this product and we see i, I cannot tell you the numbers uh I-, I need to check but we see positive results when we add the story to emails
0: yeah that makes a lot of sense to me there's got to be something that that connects for people, right? Or they're just not yes, yes. going to open them anymore. And and that goes to the subject line as well, right? I mean, it's got to be compelling yes. enough that. So, so, are there rules around that?
1: Uh, yeah, there. I mean, the, the the basic rules like do not use spam words, and there's a lot of spam words. You can just Google list of them. Is something like free, urgent, uh, discount. Um, you, you can sometimes use them, but like don't use with every email you send. Discount or free, or like free money or like a lot of money. Like you, you know those spammy. Oh yeah. Spammy word that like add either urgency or some kind of um, like free stuff. Yeah. Um, so you can check the, for spam words. Uh, anytime you mention person in Im- name, first name in the subject line. <laughs> it always gets very uh, better results than any other subject line. You can huh. test in your industry, but as Dale Carnegie said, uh, the nicest thing you can hear, it's your name, when somebody <laughs> is <laughs> saying out loud your name. So I, I I think the same logic works with email. Uh, another test... Uh, pr- um, think you can do open your either cell phone uh, like mail app on your cell phone or go to your inbox and just like browse browse all the subject line you receive and look which one standing out for you and analyze why why is standing out for you because if it does stands out for you it might stand out for your customers as well Uh, so analyze and um and and try 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 to use it for your campaigns. As an example, for the uh, for organization, I'm a volunteer, or it's a Ukrainian organization, and I, I'm originally from Ukraine. Um, so w- what we use, we always put Ukrainian flag emoji for all subject lines, so we always stand out from all other subject line, and it's easy to recognize the Ukrainian flag uh, in that subject line. So this is kind of. It's not branded because it's a flag, but it's a technique we use for this particular organization.
0: So I, I love that idea. That makes so much sense to me. Not just the personalization of it, you know, so it stands out, but um, but looking at at going through your inbox and looking at things that either catch your attention, you know, what are you opening? Because yeah. if it's catching your attention, it, you know it's potentially going to catch other people's. It's really I, I like that a lot. That is great. This this is really so. If someone's listening and they haven't been using email marketing, what advice would you give them? Like, three, you know, how the first thing they should do to get started with it.
1: Sure. So, I mean, the basic, you just go to, by the way, I'm not affiliated. It just, I know that people use MailChimp all, sure. all the time. I personally don't use, and I don't like it, but this is probably the easiest <laughs> where you can start. <laughs> get the MailChimp account that's free up to, I believe, 2,000 email subscribers. Uh, so open the account. It's easy. You can do it in less than five minutes, probably. Um, if you have a website, uh, add, sign up in your footer uh, or or and uh, add the pop-up form on your website and don't be fancy with the design it can be very simple please leave me your name and email and put something like newsletter on and tell them th- what what kind of newsletter they will receive and how often like Every week or every month we are sending newsletter. So as I said, step number one, open the account. Step number two, add forms to your website so people can start to opt in. And number three is to at least send one email to your audience a month. One email a month. Even if you have only three people on your list, uh, still do it. (laughs) This is must be as a like, you know, operation procedure in your company. Just continue doing your list will be growing, Uh, ask people to sign up for your list, and you will start to see positive result after some time.
0: Those are great. Thank you, Andre. I really appreciate you coming on and sharing this information with the listeners. Will you uh, let them know how they can find you, please?
1: Sure. Uh, the best way is to find through our website. That's aflowium.com. It's f l o w i u m dot com, or also my first and last name on LinkedIn. Uh, I, I, I guess it will be in this uh, podcast episode notes. So yeah, yeah, you can find me on LinkedIn as well. I'm very active there.
0: Great, wonderful. Uh, like I said, thank you so much. I appreciate it. And listeners, thank you. You are who we're doing this for. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Accelerate Your Business Growth, a production of Evergreen Podcasts. Discover more episodes of this podcast and explore others at evergreenpodcast.com. As always, continue to prosper and be curious. And if you're looking to get your sales strategy headed in the right direction, pick up a copy of succeed without selling on Amazon or wherever books are sold until we meet again on another episode of accelerate your business growth. Goodbye. And good day. Are you tired of seeing your teen or young adult struggle on a path that clearly isn't the right fit? Is your teenager confused about which direction to take after high school? The future of work is changing rapidly